Welcome back to Three Sports Rankers Series 2 Episode 7. Rob Schofield here, joined as ever uh, by Callum Scotland and Sam Barker, whose uh, words as we just turned the microphone on were, why are we here? Why are we doing this? We're doing this for you. We're also doing this for points. Uh, well, you two are anyway. Well, we need them. <laughs> we definitely need them. Yeah, it's a good thing you can't score this week, Rob. I'm hosting this week. Uh, we are back with our own topics after the uh, three-round of listener topics which were great fun and it's left Callum and Sam tied on nine points uh, chasing down myself on 22. Remember listener points also uh, up for grabs this series so if you haven't already get on Twitter and make sure your voice is heard in that regard. Uh, If you're new to the podcast it's where we create our sporting podiums on specific topics bronze, silver and gold. Uh, Two of the three of us will debate one against the other with the host uh, choosing the ultimate sporting medal ceremony. And today's topic uh, I laid out last week was sporting game franchises. How do we find this one? Um, It was... uh, Do you know what? Sounds encouraging. No, no, no. no, (laughs) I I actually enjoyed looking into it. It brought back a lot of very fun memories from the past. But I I did find... um, I thought there was going to be less than I think there actually was. There was a few more out there than I initially thought. I think, I, I think there might be some crossover. I think the key word was franchise because you can't just have like and that was a, I was a one-off avoid. game, which yeah. you know was great, but then didn't have a follow-up. But I think the fact that it, it was franchised um, made it made it a little bit more interesting and also narrowed it down as well, which was useful when we were doing our research. Have you all played your podiums? Yes. yes. That was one of my criteria. We, we actually spoke it. about this just before you arrived, Rob. Um, and we said, yeah, one of the things... You can't really say, it's God, this is such yeah. a good video game if you've just never played it. It's difficult to argue it if you've not had that experience firsthand. Well, let's get stuck in then. Um, I'm really interested to see kind of where you've both gone with this and also to get a little bit of a, a peek into your gaming history. Uh, Callum, I'm going to start with you. What's your bronze? Uh, my bronze has exploded over the last couple of years in terms of sort of mainstream popularity, and that's uh, Football Manager. Okay. Um, it's, I would argue, the most immersive managerial experience in gaming because you can have like manager they mode. Have you write the press release? <laughs> <laughs> you can have, you because you've got manager mode on FIFA and you know you've got uh, Pez has got a manager mode as well. But I think you know the depth that Football Manager goes into, the fact that it's now sort of infiltrated its way into the professional game and they now use the football manager database to find out about players and go and scout it it does say a lot and you know they've got um they've got sponsorship deals and they are like official affiliated partners with teams like Watford and AFC Wimbledon now so the fact that a game has managed to get its way into the actual professional sport all on its own just through sheer hard work and the fact that it is such an in-depth experience is really like I, I find that incredible that they've managed they've managed to get themselves into that into that situation and it's it's been you know it's not been like a, a few years in the making it's been almost 20 years that they've been going now and it's it's absolutely astonishing that they've managed it it really it, it's 
fascinating, I find, the degree of accuracy and, and how much money there must be in this industry to keep generating the statistics. I remember being at a Nottingham Forest youth team game and I bumped into a football manager statistician who was watching a Forest youth game to provide statistics and you just think about how wide-ranging that is not only in this country but around the world i was going to say that's probably one of the more high profile games they cover as well yeah. in terms of you know they they do like the Liechtenstein third division or like well they do pretty much i mean you can play as pretty much every division anywhere in the world can't more you? or down, less yeah. down or at least yeah I, I mean in england you can play down through vanarama south yeah um, you could play you could probably play for like in the Guam second division or something like that. It's it's such an it's such an in depth experience and the fact that I mean, if you wanted to play with every league available and things like that, you'd have to have such a powerful computer yes. to be able to <laughs> yeah. do it. Like just to have the processing power. When did football manager transition from championship manager? And are you are you combining both in this? Yes, because it's the same team behind it. It's right. just it I just remember a, it changing but I don't remember when. It was a diff it was just um when it was championship manager it was produced by Ados, the former um, Man City sponsor. Is and it then Sega now? now it's I think it's Sega and Sega and maybe Activision. Not, not I'm not sure not but really matters, um yeah I but it's all it's all the same thing. So championship manager and football manager because it's just it's the same team behind it it's the same people who run it can i let you into a little secret i've never ever ever played it have, have you not? not not even for wow. a minute can i let you because into a secret i have a 30 year save on one of my games yeah. <laughs> because for that reason i've always feared should i start it would take over my life because it's so immersive like that of every video game i've ever played that is the one where i can completely lose myself for hours on end like I, I i will be sitting playing say i start at like 9 p.m i'll be like i'll have a few games suddenly it's 3 a.m i have no idea how i've got here and you're in a suit because you're in the copper italia final <laughs> <laughs> and i think for that reason that's why i've got it as my silver okay i knew it would come up Compared to other sports games, it's not. It's almost not just a sports game. It's a strategy game. It's a tactical game. There's so many more elements to it it's, than just your traditional well, it's, sports it's not, game. It's not at all about the action. No. In fact, that's the that's the lowest that's part, almost, isn't it? Yeah, with, with, with a game of FIFA, every year it's, oh, if the graphics improve. Yeah, yeah. Defensive with, mechanics with football or manager, I don't. I do not mind watching them to play in two D. Have their little dots I just when it running was dots. around. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you still can. I mean, the last game I version I played, my laptop was too slow to have the three D. So I switched it back to two D. It's great. The dot, the ball is the same size as the dot. You can follow it around. It 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 really is. I've I I think in my life, apart from maybe The Sims when I was a kid, it's probably the most like immersive game that I just get lost in for hours. Because ah, The Sims. Locking a person in a one-by-one one with a fire. <laughs> Vintage Build, Building a pool and taking the ladder away. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we get any more satanic in our uh, Sims history, one thing that we probably should mention in regard to Football Championship Manager, incredible longevity. Yes. Yeah. When was it made? Uh, I think the first one was mid-90s. I, 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 I want to say I, like I, think, I think mid to late 90s yeah, was when the first championship it? manager came. And how it's evolved as well, and but also stayed incredibly, without using a three sports rank as a uh, term, true to itself. I mean, it's, it's, almost, it's very much sort of the same concept now, but just the fact that they've got more processing power and mm. you know, more manpower behind it, they're able to put it it's so in-depth is 
absolutely remarkable. Okay, so Callum, football manager is your bronze. Sam, it's your silver. Sam, I want to know what your bronze is in regards to having to make this decision, and then we'll flip to Callum for his silver. My, my silver and gold kind of slotted themselves in fairly simply. My bronze was the one I really couldn't figure out which way I wanted to go with it. And it's kind of a bit true to form with me this season. Is that I think it's a little bit of a curveball. But uh, my, oh, bronze, joy. My, <laughs> my bronze is the Wii Sports franchise. And this, okay. it's an odd one. It did, I didn't, that didn't, I thought of all the things that might crop up, I didn't think of that and I don't know why. No, this is it. I didn't either to begin with. And then when I was sort of doing my research, it, it, it came, I, I came across it and I was like, yeah, actually, do you know what? When I look back, some of my best, and this isn't necessarily gaming memories, some of my best family memories were playing Wii Sports. It does something that other sports games that I've played don't do. And it has brought my sort of whole family together. My family's not a particularly gaming family. Never really have been that into video games. But I've seen four generations of my family play Wii Sports bowling. I've seen four generations of my family not lumped out of each other at Wii boxing. So, yeah, this is the argument, isn't it, that's always thrown at, at the Wii and it's obviously less relevant now because it was more... This was kind of mid-2000, wasn't like kind yeah. of 2008, 9, 10, whatever, whenever it came out, was that it was never a gut battling against the hardcore consoles. It was trying to offer something different. And I've had similar really great fun days with friends um, playing Wii Sports but it isn't hugely accurate is it it's not a great simulating representation of, of multiple sports you can often achieve more by sitting on the sofa with your feet up just wiggling your wrist for a bit I, I would also argue that it doesn't have the longevity that Football Manager has you know Football Manager's been around for 20 odd years or whatever and I, th- I mean, I'm not. I, I wouldn't disagree with that. I think I'm sure. Right. I'm sure you could still play Wii Sports now, but I, I don't know if it's. It had a very kind of. It was very new, original, dynamic for a few years. It was very groundbreaking for its time. When it yeah. first came out, it was brand new. And actually, the Wii Sports franchise is the highest-grossing sports video game franchise of all time. Now, a lot of that, I, I you know, I will sit back and say, a lot of that comes with the fact that when you bought a Nintendo Wii, you got, you Wii, got Sports. Wii Sport with it. So that obviously helps out massively. But Wii Sports was great fun. I don't know if either of you guys played Wii Sports Resort, which was the sort of sequel, making it the franchise. There you go, done my research. Done my research. Well, I played the game. And that, that is actually the one where I, I specifically remember playing with my family. And there was so many games. And, you know, I had my, my two little cousins playing. I had aunts and uncles. I had grandparents. You wouldn't get that with Football Manager. And that, that for me, is what... You know, I have Football Manager above it because personally I love Football Manager. But that is what elevated it above some of my other options that I had for bronze is that it is something to- totally different um, within the realms of sports video games. And I think it's it does a much better job of drawing in, making it a, a family affair rather than just you sat in a room on your own. I quite like it. It's going to obviously massively depend on what Callum's chosen for his silver uh, we're rattling through these but football manager is clearly going to be the cornerstone of this podium as to where it fits in um so callum what's your silver unless it turns out that my silver is also wii sports is it no it's not thank god uh, <laughs> or if my silver is sam's gold that could also be a situation for you but i 
don't think it will be because my silver is Tony Hawk's skateboarding. Oh my word. <laughs> I friggin' love this game. So, my bronze was a toss-up between Wii Sports and Tony Hawk skateboarding. And there are reasons why, but I'll let you to- say Tony Hawk forward. skateboarding is... How, how many people do you know, personally, that you can say are skateboarding fans? Maybe you can count them on one hand. Maybe there's none. How many people do you know who would love to sit down and have a game of Tony Hawk's oh. Underground 2? Like, oh, so many. Do I know what? Do I know? Unlocking what? the swimming pool in the in the schoolyard yeah. level uh-huh. will for stay me, with me forever. For me, it was always the cruise ship on Pro Skater Three. Just uh-huh. skating around the cruise ship I, was unreal. Do I do I know what a three sixty shove it rewind is? <laughs> no, no, I don't. But do I know that I'll break my fingers to be able to hit one while flying through a shopping mall trying to collect all the letters of the word horse? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's such a good game. Like, I, oh, yeah, do you know yes. what I haven't? I the, and the first level on Underground Two, where you start at the top and just go down that ramp and then hit hit the hit the ramp at the bottom and just fly through a, a pane of glass. It's, yeah, it's unbelievable. Grinding the helicopter. Around. Yeah, like it's an absolutely it's so an iconic game. It's just just milking it in. Yeah, I I do you know what I would give. So much because I think I think I gave my games away. I would give so much to be able to play that oh, again just, as yeah, soon as I get home today. An, an emulator of some sort. I mean, if, tweet us if you're aware because I think all three of us will be on this. Um, again, do you know what? Funny enough, I don't know why, but I I don't know if when I set this, I was just thinking kind of your Maddens, your NFLs, your yeah. your Tiger Woods, FIFA's, etc. It's such a great show because it was. Do you know, in a bizarre way, especially with your you know, games like FIFA and that nowadays, which have a degree of having somehow extrapolated this longevity out of being very repetitive, it's the same thing. You know, this was a game that you just would play for hours and hours, even on the same levels but, and courses. I mean, and... You did, the, the, that's the thing, is that you could play, you know, the schoolyard level, for example, Rob, and I, I remember, now that you mentioned the, the swimming pool in the school, I'd completely forgotten I about know. that. But now that you mention it, like, you can play that that course or that level or that whatever it, whatever you describe it as, you could play that map a, a thousand times and you'd do it completely differently every single time. And the the unrivaled joy of unlocking a, a location you didn't know existed yeah. because you've ground on a pipe for 10 seconds and then done a 360 watermelon or whatever it was. <laughs> um, it was it was in there with, you know, it, it was in the mix with Football Manager and um, the likes of sort of Tiger Woods PGA Tour, which I sank innumerable hours into. Like, yeah. I, I played Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2004, 5, 6 for so many hours. But I think just the fact that it was such a... It was it was kind of a it was a bit of a left field sport and you know it's not the kind of mainstream thing that people would be expected to like but it just gained this cult status and I think that's why it's made it onto my list in silver. Do you know what's funny is I think if we'd done a top five instead of a top three we'd have had the exact same top five probably. because the other ones for me like I, I say Tony Hawk was probably my fourth and Tiger Woods probably came in as my fifth. My issue with it, and it's kind of similar to what we were just saying about the Wii Sports, is it did very much have its time. And 
the difference between the Wii Sports and Tony Hawk as a... Um, it comes back to what we were saying at the start about the difference between franchises and individual games. Tony Hawk 2 and Tony Hawk 3, in particular, are two of the best sports games ever made. Unfortunately, the six Tony Hawk games that have come out since then, pretty bad. Pretty bad That's games. That's a good point because I don't. I personally, I don't actually remember anything apart from two. So you know, I, I was but, doing but some do research. you know what? I think if I, I think if I went and bought it, I'd still enjoy playing like the most recent iteration of it. What is the most recent iteration of it? I, I, it I, is... So this is what I was looking up. What do Tony Hawk fans still play now? And they play a user-made version of Tony Hawk Two, just like a rehash. You know, like people play the early CODs as like a rehashed version. That is all that people play. They don't play the new latest editions of the franchise. And I just, that is, for me, when I considered the entire franchise as a whole, Wii Sports, it's only a two-game franchise. Both were successful. Tony Hawk's 10 or 11 games, the first two or three, phenomenal. But as an entire franchise, that I, I had to pick something. Yeah. And, and that is just the parameter that it knocked probably, me out a little bit. It probably says more about my kind of... <laughs> recent gaming history I didn't even really know it continued I don't know when the most recent one was I think it was 2015 even I, I mean that that surprises me I, I probably expected it to stop around three uh, or four. the most recent one was uh, Skate Jam in 2018 ooh Skate Jam does not sound like a word that should belong in 2018 <laughs> Tony Hawk's Skate Jam for iOS and Android so it's made it, it's made its way onto. Okay, bear I'm, with me. I'm just going to download it. I'm downloading that. For the, <laughs> but I think I, I mean, and I, I said as well. I, it, it, I completely agree with Callum. It did such an amazing job of taking a completely non-mainstream sport and bringing it and making it popular. But for me, it falls into the same brackets. Do you remember SSX, the snowboarding game? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, it was a similar style thing. Of that individual game was amazing. But the entire franchise doesn't hmm. quite hold that longevity and consistent I suppose, quality. I think, I I think, I think what, you, what you've got me. to do here is you, you're basically weighing up the, the popularity of a franchise of two, which was very, very strong, yeah, exactly. against a franchise which has tried to eke, it, eke itself yeah. out over the last 15 years, but has wild popularity in two or three of its games. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm very conscious to stay true to the topic as well. (laughs) Of course. Um, To the topic as well. But it's it's tough because um, I feel like I might have a choice of what do I want on this podium? Yeah. Um, Maybe if I don't mind too much as to where the placings are um, compared to actually whether... Wii Sports, for example, trumps Football Manager or whether Football Manager trumps Tony Hawk Skateboarding. The reason I had Tony Hawk Skateboarding over Football Manager is that it's a lot more accessible. You know, Football Manager is a very immersive experience, but You've that's because you know, you're a big Newcastle fan and you would like to have the, have the opportunity to feel yourself as the manager of Newcastle. I'm the same with West Ham, Sam is a football fan and would like to like to you know have the opportunity to immerse himself in that in that way but whereas Tony Hawk's skateboarding was a lot more just I mean I'm not a skateboarding fan I doubt either of you two are massive skateboarding fans I doubt you could name me more than two or three other skateboarders on that game apart from Tony Hawk oh, that's that young British girl the 
we, she was all over the BBC, Rob. It should be your. Uh, oh, but not, in, not, not in the game. She was like not even a fetus in Tony Hawk's <laughs> first game, too. That's a she's very like, good point. I don't know, she's like 15 or something? Or not, I don't even think 30. she's 13. I think she's like 12, she's 12 yeah. or 13, But yeah. what I'm saying is you wouldn't be able to name me two or three of those no. other skaters on the game, and yet as soon as I mentioned it, you were both like, oh, my, that game was incredible. So that's why I had it over Football Manager, because it's just more accessible to the sort of every man, I suppose. Okay, let's move on. I've got a funny feeling you've both got the same. Do you want to say it after three? After three. On your gold, three, two, one. FIFA. FIFA. There you go. It has to be. Yeah. It it just has to be. It's it's sold 260 million copies worldwide. It's spawned spin-offs like FIFA Street. And let's be honest, FIFA Street is... It was. It could have made it onto my list if one, we'd gone to five. One of the f- if, if we'd done individual games, I think Tony Hawk and FIFA Street would both have made my top three. Something quite surreal about seeing a digitised Peter Crouch. Yeah, especially in FIFA Street. That's what I mean. In <laughs> FIFA Street, I'm like, playing against Ronaldinho or whatever. I remember scoring an overhead kick with Paddy Kenny, and that was when I was like, <laughs> FIFA Street is the game for me. Yeah, I, I mean, just FIFA as a franchise... I mean, you've got options on it as well. You can play career mode, so you can take your, yourself into the game. And which has become increasingly more like Football Manager recently. Yeah, uh, manager mode as well, which is, you know, take take over a team and take them to the top. And then, of course, just the, the wild success of Ultimate Team, which in and of itself has now spawned an esports sort of situation, which is a very lucrative, very lucrative set of tournaments now and you can you can make a living playing FIFA which I think is what sets it apart from the others on my list in terms of in terms of success and I know Rob you spent quite a long time when we did the non-sports episode bashing esports but there's a lot of you know that but there, what there, I did there say is, a, there is I've got more time for the the sports, sports games I, yeah of yeah. course but I think it's... it's still a limited amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the fact that FIFA has managed to take it to the next level and, you know, they're broadcasting things like the e- the E-Champions League on Sky and, you know, we've got it where we work at DAZN and it's, it's just astonishing that a, f- a video game has managed to make it to that level whereby people are now not just making a living off it by making YouTube videos for it, but they're actually making a living playing it competitively against other professionals. I think just as a game, I, I, I think that it would be very different if we are growing up in America, but growing up in Britain, it's just the game you just play with your friends, isn't it? You go around someone's house, have a game of FIFA. It's the first game... Made so that- many mates between 2010 and 2014 because of that game. Yeah. It, you know, uni icebreaker whatever you want to call it. It's done a brilliant job, as you said, Callum, of kind of evolving its game modes, pro clubs you didn't mention. Pro clubs, yeah. I, I absolutely loved. I know we have a pro clubs Twitter account following us. Shout out Third Shout Touch out Third FC. Touch FC. Um, and also iconic soundtracks. Absolutely iconic music from the early noughties to present day. We've got a couple of friends whose band were featured on it a few years ago. And I think they'd still probably say that was one of the best things mm. they did remember, in their musical career. I mean, I remember playing 98 on my PS1 and, you know... My that, old PE teacher was on 98. 
Really? He played for Portsmouth, yeah. Wow, nice. Um, you could probably score from the halfway line with him as well, because I was doing it with Lauren Robert game after game after game. Newcastle versus Brazil at the World Cup. Uh, no rules. And I think, like, Gorillas was the um, like yeah. sunshine stuck in my head with that um, with that soundtrack. Uh, non-disputable. There's almost no point going on. I think a lot of people listening to this would would agree and, and naturally when I set the topic although I was really hoping for some um, differentiation I should say kind of in bronze and silver in my heart of hearts I, I knew uh, realistically one of you would be taking a massive gamble if you didn't choose FIFA yeah I think it's just like Sam said it's it it defined a lot of our sort of adolescence in terms of yeah, I mean, just going around going around to a mate's house and it, it it'd almost be the first question you ask when you open the door like you're right mate Game of FIFA? Yeah. There was, it almost defined friendship hierarchies, didn't it, growing up? Because you, like, you were like, okay, so I can always beat him, but I can never beat him. And the odd times you'd either lose or you'd win, it would be like the biggest thing that week. I it was the, so pivotal within these sort of friendships, wasn't the it? The third year of our uni house was, I would say, an unhealthy amount of FIFA was played. <laughs> um, and I think we all took an executive decision at finals to... Just, just put it away for for a couple of months because uh, there was a good likelihood that we would have all flunked our degrees should it have uh, stayed in the console. Right. Okay. So you're both getting three points. A much needed three points. Well, for both but, yeah, there you go. That's uh, that's true. Good. We should have just synchronised our yes. entire podium. <laughs> just been like, <laughs> yes, we're six, po- six points post- closer to. Rob. Taken the six, drawn the bonus points, and taken a point each. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Oh, I really. Here's 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 where I'm at. If I'm going purely on franchise entirety, there is a flaw in the Tony Hawk argument. Before you continue, does two games constitute a franchise? Yeah, I think it. I think it might. Wii Sports is a franchise. You know, it, it was all pulled into one wasn't it? Yes. Um, football managers obviously getting in here somewhere. It would be remiss of me not to have Tony Hawk on this podium, I think. Unfortunately, it's a really close call. And arguably, Sam, and I apologise for this, you're maybe slight, staying slightly truer to the topic in its, in its ultimate sense. And I don't know if that was maybe what swung you. And I apologise for that. But... I think you could argue that those early games as a two or as a three are enough to merit the term franchise. So it's going to be one point to Callum for bronze and two for silver for for Tony Hawk. You're unlucky there, Sam. Like I said, I um, had like, it was a massive toss-up for me between Tony Hawk and Wii Sports anyway. I think, unfortunately, I have never, short of a couple of kind of house parties or whatever or, or friends t- or time yeah. spent at other people's houses playing it of which I probably never really went much beyond the let's just think tennis boxing Mario Kart Ma- that, Mario Kart is a whole different game yeah I mean if we'd have opened it up wider that would of course been top of the podium but that's probably as far as my Wii exploits of uh, so I probably don't have the personal experience which is and, maybe what's, and that's where it's important at the start where you said have you guys played these games that's why we were able to bring our personal stories and you know I, I don't because for me the reason I picked Wii is because I have those amazing family memories playing them 
if you don't have them, that's so it's so understandable why you'd pick a sport that you do have a video game, you do have great memories played. So, in terms of points, Callum, that's your first clean sweep, isn't it? That's well, yeah. And Rob's given me points. Like, so he's done that twice now this series. It's, it's very it's, unsettling, yeah, isn't it? It's remarkable. I gave you all but one, didn't I? Yeah, I got five in the celebrations episode. You, you were really annoyed yeah, about not you were, getting six. You dabless. Yeah, that was it. As the world should be. Um, but. <laughs> It's just laying down the law. Yeah, it's nice to get points from Rob. It makes a change, doesn't it? Well, this is where it leaves us. Uh, Sam, in your title defence, you're on 12 points. Uh, Callum's up to 15, uh, which leaves him seven short of my total of 22. But we should make it clear that there are going to be nine listener bonus points in total, plus the additional three for the listener topics, aren't there? So eight, eight listener eight bonus points. Eight going into the final. Apologies. Eight going into the final, because we won't have it for the final. Plus the um, three. Eight plus the three. So 11 point swing potentially still on the cards. So nothing's out of hands yet. Not, not at all. I mean, Sam's still in with a shout as well. So I mean, it's, it's, it's looking up. Well, you've got two episodes to compete in. True. Which is 12, 12 points, which takes you clear of Rob immediately. And then listener bonus points... So the listeners, if you really want to royally shaft me this series, <laughs> uh, you you have the power. Um, but uh, that's it for, for this episode, episode seven of series two of three Sports Rankers. Uh, do let us know what your um, sporting franchises would have been, how they have differed to Sam and Callum's podiums. Uh, do kind of tweet us, let us know, reply to our uh, threads there so we can have your um, answers and, of course, contribute to the uh, listener point poll as well. You can find us at 3 Sports Rankers on Twitter, on Instagram, and remember to like, share, subscribe, and do leave us a review if you can. Callum, you are going to be hosting episode eight. Yes. Uh, what are Sam and I going to be researching then? All right, I think you might have to take your time over this because it's maybe the, it might just be the deepest category we've ever had on the show it's greatest sporting rivalries oh god now when i say rivalries that, that could I please know, I, please whittle it down no it's absolutely it could be uh two countries in every sport ever it could be two countries oh, in a Jesus. specific sport it could be two teams it could be two players it could be two players within two teams it could be absolutely anything you want you've got carte blanche on this and how the hell are we gonna well i don't know because i'm spending the i'm off to cex now to buy tony hawk and that's how i'm spending my next week so <sighs> it's a very wide topic but i think that gives us a lot of scope for differential in yeah for sure watch, watch us watch us put down exactly the same three answers i also realize we'll that find it, a way i also realize that it leaves me very open to a tennis answer but oh yeah i mean all multiple answers, tennis answers within answers yeah Just, exactly John McEnroe and everyone. Yeah, yeah. You are, you've mm. chosen an annoyingly open topic there. But that's about it for this week. As I say, head on to the uh, Twitter for the listener poll. Do leave us a review if you've uh, got a spare minute or two. But that's it for this episode of Three Sports Rankers. Thanks for listening. <laughs>